the size of your genes is not equal to the size of your self-worth. You are worthy even if you don't feel comfortable in your body right now. Even if you're not at the desired size that you want to be, you are worthy. In today's episode, we are going to talk about my relationship with my body. You're listening to Flauthentic Me, the self-love podcast for South Asian women. And I'm your host, Sunny Lamba. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Flauthentic Me podcast, where it is all about loving yourselves, even when you feel imperfect and flawed. A place where you can be raw, real and authentic. And here's your hostess, self-image transformation coach and a die-hard feminist, Sunny Lamba. I want to start by asking you a question. What is your relationship with your body? And I'm starting with that question because as you listen to today's episode, I want you to keep that question at the back of your mind and think about your answer to that. As I talk about my relationship with body, my struggles, my challenges, and also my love language for my body, I want you to think about your challenges, your struggles, and how you can change that to loving your body just the way it is. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to give you a gift, a gift of self-love, a 30 days self-love calendar, absolutely free. And the link to get that is in the description of this episode. So go grab that. It will help you start your journey on self-love. And now let's talk about loving our bodies. Growing up as little girls, we all loved our body. We loved what it could do. We could run, we could play with our toys, we could be free because of the body. The first time we walked, we loved our legs, didn't we? And that is because everyone around us told us that we were so cute and they loved our body. So we loved our body. But as soon as we hit those teenage years, the judgments started. You're too skinny. You haven't gained much height. Maybe you should try hanging on the gymnastics bar. Don't play out in the sun, you're going to get darker. You're already so dark. Who's going to marry you with that dark skin? And what happened? We stopped loving our body. We started judging ourselves based on how our body looked. My body shaming started even before I hit teenage with my dark skin color because everyone else in our family had lighter skin than I did. And then... As I hit puberty, body shaming around my height started. Both my older and the younger sister are tall, 5'6", five, 5'6 six, five, six and, and I'm only 5'1". So obviously, I was the butt of everyone's jokes. Height jokes became a norm. And I have over time got used to them, got upset about them sometimes, laughed along with them, and now I just laugh at them. As much as I love my culture, Body shaming is something that comes as a part of it. And as a result of that, we start criticizing our own body. We start judging ourselves based on how we look. I have always been very skinny with a high rate of metabolism. I could eat anything and not gain a pound until my late 30s. 
I had early menopause and as a result, most of my weight now goes around my waist. With 5'1 height and all those extra inches around my waist area, there are days when I look pregnant. I still only wear a medium size, but it's just the way my body gains weight or I'm just bloated with all those hormones that I can't get away with eating all that I could eat before. And although I love my extended family, they're also a part of that culture of body shaming. Whoever gave them the idea that body shaming will motivate me to work out or eat healthier when they themselves have never done that. They've never set an example for me. The first thing they say when they haven't seen me in a while, you've gained weight. I dread that moment when I have to meet my extended family after a while. A month before that, I start eating healthy. I worry about it. But it's about time that I break that cycle. I'm not doing it for them anymore. I am building a new relation with my body. So what I want to say is that we have to stop this culture of body shaming before we say to someone that you've gained weight, oh, you're too skinny or too tall or too short. We have to understand that there are things that are beyond our control. Height definitely is one of them. Skin color is another one. I understand that maybe weight is not, but we don't know what someone is going through. Half of my family doesn't know that I had early menopause and I have hormones that on some days make me really bloated. I work really hard. I work out and I work really hard to eat healthy. Or probably I eat the healthiest in my whole family. But some days I just don't want to look in the mirror. And then there are some days when I love, love, love my body. But they don't understand that perspective. You don't know what health conditions someone is going through. You don't know how hard they're fighting. Maybe they're eating habits. Coming from a culture where food is the love language, we all have a very emotional relationship with food. And it's probably not a healthy relationship. I definitely did not have a healthy relationship with food. I still don't on some days. I still eat a bowl of ice cream when I'm not feeling right. And we don't know what struggle someone is going through. Maybe they're trying their hard, but they're just going through a stressful time and eating is the only way they know how to deal with that stress. So before shaming anyone for their body, think about your own struggles. Because I'm sure you have your own struggles with your body. So stop judging others. Coming back to my body. My body in my 40s is not the same as the one in my 20s or my 30s. I'm learning to embrace it. My metabolism has slowed down. I don't feel hungry as much as I used to. And with menopause, I am so bloated on some days. The same genes that fits me perfectly in the morning, at night, I can't breathe in it. I was listening to a podcast and there's something in there that stuck with me. Who said the size of my genes is equal to the size of my self-worth? And it was so powerful. It resonated with me so much. And I want you to remember that. Next time you are criticizing your own body, remember the size of your genes is not equal to the size of your self-worth. You are worthy even if you don't feel comfortable in your body right now. Even if you're not at the desired size that you want to be, you are worthy. So last year, I decided that I am going to start lifting weights. I have worked out most of my life. 
No, actually wrong. I started working out the first time I ever worked out. I was 25. But since then, I have had a love and hate relationship with exercising. On and off, I have been inconsistently consistent over the years. And the reason I started lifting weights was, of course, my research, finding out that that's the best way where I can still maybe eat all the sweet stuff that I love, but still gain all that muscle and be stronger and healthier. My goal initially was, of course, being stronger and being able to keep up with my 10-year-old boy, who used to beat me in hand wrestling and in racing. Now I beat him in hand wrestling, but in running, he's still faster than me. As I started lifting weights, again, there were people in my life who told me that you should not lift weights, you will become muscular like men. I decided not to listen to them because the new Sunny does what she thinks is right for her. She doesn't let others' opinion bother her. I had wrist pain, so I couldn't do certain exercises. And some friends of mine said, you shouldn't lift weights because of your wrist. But I'm being very careful with that. And of course, I follow a professional and not just everyone's advice. I have decided that I'm worth this. I've decided that I'm going to eat balanced, healthy meals because I am worth it. And I want to live a healthy life. Am I consistent? No, but what matters is that I'm not giving up. I pick up where I left off every time. What matters is my consistency is getting better. So in the past, if I was consistent for two weeks and then not work out for six weeks, now I'm consistent for six weeks and then maybe miss two weeks. I'm getting better and better and better. Just like I'm getting better and better at loving my body. I want to talk about something we South Asian women and I'm sure most ethnic cultures did. Growing up, we had this impression that men are supposed to be sporty, not women. I remember our sports teacher never took us seriously. He never asked us to do any exercise or play. Very few girls who were really good at it were given the opportunity. My older sister was one of them. She played basketball. But I was the more academic type. I was never athletic to begin with. I was the bookworm and the dancer kind. I took part in essay competitions, debate competitions, and performed on stage. I was not the athletic one. And after grade 7, we girls just talked in the corner. And our sports teacher never cared about that. So, of course, there's all that conditioning also a part of it, which I'm working on. Because now I want to be healthy and strong for myself and love my body just the way it is. Yes, my body, the menopausal body. The body of a Punjabi South Asian woman with bigger hips, a menopausal belly. It is very hard to love this body. But I have come to a point where I look in the mirror and accept it. Do I love it every day? No. But I'm grateful for all that my body has done. When I look at my belly, I'm grateful that it has created life. My thighs that rub against each other when I wear a dress. It is hard to love, but I am loving it. I have become comfortable showing parts of my body which I used to hide before. I'm becoming comfortable showing love to those parts of my body that don't fit the media's description of beauty. I finally love my body enough to show my belly, to wear a bikini and be okay with it. And how did I get here? By journaling about it. I wrote, I am thankful for my body. I'm thankful for all that it is capable of. 
I wrote about those parts of my body that I didn't like and how they helped me every single day and how grateful I am for them. So if you are going through that journey where you don't like some parts of your body, I would like you to journal about it. Take a pen and paper and answer the question, what about my body I do not accept and how can I love it more? How grateful I am for those parts of my body. What have they done for me? How do they make my day-to-day life easier? How do they help me experience this world? And then end it by saying, I love my body. Or I love my belly because it has created life. I love my thighs because they help me walk and go see this world. I'm grateful for my neck because I can wear a beautiful necklace on it. So start loving your body. And if you have never journaled before or you're new to journaling and you don't know how to get started, then get a copy of my self-love journal for South Asian women. It is now available on Amazon. There is a whole section in there about loving your body. It includes guided questions which will help you nudge in that right direction towards loving your body unconditionally. These are the same questions I asked myself when I was working on my journey of body love. The link to order yours is in the description of this episode. Another thing that I have struggled with is finding the right clothes. With my height, it is always hard to find the pants. I always have to hem them. And these days with those flare pants, that flare just doesn't hit at the right place on the knee. For me, the flare starts under the knee. So it is so hard to find the right size of clothes for my height. And I think it's hard to find the right size of clothes for us South Asian women because we have a certain body type. And majority of the brands out there don't cater to our needs. It's them telling me that my body is not perfect. It's them telling me that I should not love my body. And I am not going to give them that right over my body. So what can you do? Find brands that are more inclusive. Find brands that are making clothes for all different body types, height, shape, size, it doesn't matter. These should make clothes for all the sizes. Only shop with those brands, which are more inclusive. At the end, all I want to say is, with all the body shaming that we have gone through, whether it is about the size of our body, the shape of our body, the height, the skin color, our hair, whether they are curly hair or straight hair, our eyes, our skin type, with all that body shaming, I understand if you don't love your body. And it's okay. But it's time to get over that conditioning. It's time to break free from all that trauma and love yourself, love your body unconditionally. Be aware when someone says something that even hints at body shaming. And speak up for yourself. Why not? It's your body. You should defend it. It might be very hard to do, maybe with an older South Asian relative, but you have to speak up for yourself. And you can do it even being nice to them. You can say that I'm working really hard to love my body and I am trying to be healthy and that's what matters to me. Love yourself unconditionally. Love your body unconditionally because your body is the vessel through which you're experiencing this world. If you didn't have this body, How would you have created life? If you're a mom, you should be worshipping your body. 
because you brought life into this world. And that's it for me today. I hope this episode helped you appreciate your body a little bit more, just like I am trying to appreciate mine a little bit more. There are days when I love my body. There are days when I don't. But definitely now, the days that I love my body outweigh the days that I don't. And it's a journey. So let's take this journey together. Don't forget to get your 30 days self-love calendar. The link to get that is in the description below this episode, whichever platform you're listening at. Please send me your comments. They mean a lot to me. Share this episode if it gave you any value at all. If it resonated in any way, if it hit a chord for you, take a screenshot of this episode, share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me on Instagram at sunny underscore lamba. And on that note, this is Sunny signing off. Until next time, keep loving yourself and stay fluffy. Thank you for listening to the Fluffentic Me podcast. Did you relate to something or had an aha moment? I would love to hear your thoughts. Connect with me on Instagram at sunny underscore lamba. Screenshot this episode and share it on social media or just send it to your friends. Just a reminder that every episode of Flauthentic Me has its own page on www.flauthenticme.com. It's one place where you can find all your favorite episodes along with episode notes and the resources that I share here. You can also sign up for a newsletter so that you can get weekly tips and tools. Until next time, keep loving yourself and stay flauthentic. Thank you.